0: The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. Because we're talking about machines from the real world. It's life. You live it. Um, so, you know, you can't really spoil that. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista and Remember the Zacrello? I Yeah, everyone should remember the Zekrello. Hi, I'm Dylan. This is, we rolled it a long time ago. Mhm. That's all.
1: That's a little friend. That's yeah. yeah that's a funny little guy. pal. Um, I like it. All right, so.
0: You know that's what that's what G Witch has been missing. We haven't had any mobile armors yet. Spoilers, I guess, that we haven't had I mean, any mobile armors yet. We are I'm we just are we close. are
1: nine episodes into the show. Uh, a lot of Gundam shows don't introduce mobile armors or machines like that until much later, generally.
0: Uh, I'm going to make a separate statement. A lot of Gundam shows are bad. Are these two connected? Could be.
1: I I I
0: am. I'm just I'm just being ass. I know you are. Um, I know you are. But what am I? Oh, very well played, Dylan. Uh, I'm rolling.
1: No, I didn't say anything. I didn't say that! The, don't attribute a, things was,
0: to me! It was pretty good. It's a good ah! job. I don't know why
1: he killed. Uh, <laughs>
0: we're doing a listener request. We're doing the second half of the listener request list. The weird half. The weird half. Okay yeah that works for me um give me a second this is one of the ones where i wasn't as prepared as i should have been
1: okay what is it
0: um is there a model number for this i mean of course there isn't um this is the dodge viper
1: what dodge viper what the fuck uh okay i want to keep getting so i can't complain but the dodge viper okay that's a car
0: uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, so um,
1: so how, how do we do this? Do we start from, like, okay, the this earliest is, uh, model? They,
0: they requested the 1994 Dodge Viper, which is part of the first generation. This would be the Dodge Viper S R one
1: I guess it does have a model number in a way.
0: I mean, not really. That's kind of like a variant number.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, so the Dodge Viper SR-1... Uh, hmm. This car is a funny guy. It looks almost so this like is, a rabbit.
0: This is the first generation of the Viper sports car. This is manufactured by Dodge, which is an American car manufacturer, of course. Uh, Dodge is, uh, I believe, part of... No, they stand alone? Is that right? Are they their own? I, huh. It doesn't seem like they're owned by anybody. Uh, wow. Nope. Amazing.
1: Yep. No, wait, no, Fate, acquired by Chrysler in 1928.
0: Ah, uh, okay, there we Back go. in
1: 1928, we go. so, I
0: mean... Oh, wow, that was a long time ago. Oof. Uh,
1: I do find it funny that it, they list that as Fate on the company. Like, uh, I'm and now, i it, And
0: now I think they're owned by Fiat, right? They're Fiat Chrysler these days.
1: Oh, are they? I, I, I don't know shit about cars. And
0: then they merged with PSA, so at this point... I don't even know. They're Stellantis...
1: Stellantis North America, officially FCA US and formerly Chrysler, is one of the big three automobile manufacturers in the United States. Okay. I've
0: never heard the name Stellantis before in Uh, my life. What is
1: Stellantis? A multinational automotive company. Okay. Uh, uh, Stellantis was formed in 2021 on the basis of a 50-50 merger between Fiat and the the Italian-American conglomerate Fiat Chrysler automobiles and the French PSA group.
0: Which, of course, is uh, Poget S.A., uh, Poget Society, I nom- um which is the Poget Citron uh, manufacturing group. Uh, uh, who also owns why DS, Why the name is Steloptis? This doesn't... Well, sometimes you, you put enough individual things together that you make yourself a new thing. You
1: just gotta make a new name, because it just... How do you combine <laughs> yeah. Fiat, Chrysler, to... PSA, Dodge...
0: And PSA itself is an acronym, so eventually you just have to make an acronym with all of these.
1: Yeah, no. Alright, the Maybe Dodge Viper SR1, everyone. Uh, the first generation of Viper sports car. Um. Okay, so, first opinion, just looking at the f- design of this, it looks terrible with the license plate on the front. Now, when you see the one without the license plate on the front, the front of the car is much more appealing without the license plate. But this is a very rounded car, and having the square license plate, like, little mount there on the front looks awful.
0: It is a bad look.
1: It looks absolutely terrible, seeing, like, like looking at this one. Also, uh, the... Okay, I have things to say about this car, which I guess is the whole point of someone requesting this. The more I stare mm-hmm. at this, though, I'm like, you know, I don't like that roof. And now I know it's a convertible, seemingly, right? Looking at the, uh, looking yes, lower. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, the it soft... is a hard top convertible.
1: Okay, yeah, the hard the hard top looks terrible. I don't like the shapes on this. How do we? Okay, how? What is the head of the car? I know we've talked about cars before. But... I mean, I
0: feel like you start at the front grill and move back.
1: Okay, so ignoring the license plate thing, the front grill. Okay, so we've got a two section grill. Uh, with like you know, okay, it's a top and a bottom section. Uh, and then it's got two dividing lines um, on there. So basically you've got three, you know, holes on the top, three holes on the bottom. The fog lights are very round. Um, actually, that's the thing I do it's, like. Is... It's
0: four. Why are you saying three?
1: Oh, wait, is it four? I want to see, what's the direct front of this car look like? Oh yeah, no, it is just four. Sorry. I it, When I was looking at the angle in the in the last picture you sent, for some reason... The line did not look like it was lining up with the little logo there, the Dodge logo. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was slightly offset to the left. So I was like, oh, clearly there must be more on the other side, right? No. It's, I, I think s-
0: it's just a quirk of the, of the uh, production art here that we're looking at.
1: <laughs>
0: the artist just kind of uh, messed up the angles a little bit. It, it, this is a joke because we're looking at photos.
1: To be fair, it's a very awkward angle photo.
0: It is. And there could be a weird lens on this.
1: Yeah, that too. Um... Actually, there definitely is a weird lens, because look at the field of view on that picture, given where it's standing. Um, anyway. Uh, okay. So, sorry, yeah. So it has, like, four little holes. It has, like, a little mouth, four holes. Uh, it's got... The fog lights are very round. The headlights are very round. I actually really like that about the headlights and the fog lights on this. They're just... Mm -hmm. I don't know, they're very round in a very pleasing shape. Um... And speaking of rounded design, so, and then you also have, like, little, um, would this just be turn signal, like, additional turn signal lights, the little yellow ones on the sides, or are those, uh Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, those are probably turn signals.
1: Yeah. Um, which are also very, you know, they're little pill-shaped ovals. Um, the hood on this car is actually really interesting. The way the hood... so Okay, I see why it looks weird to me. It's because the hood is not, like... A normal hood, it looks like it's all almost like one piece with the side of the car there, right? Like, yeah. the hood doesn't pop up. Or if it does, it pops up the whole front.
0: I think that's, yeah, that looks like that would be correct.
1: Yeah, which is really weird. I've just not seen that kind of thing. It also has intakes on the sides or, like, it, like air scoops on the sides there? Like, when you're looking at it from behind?
0: Yeah, I think that's right.
1: Yeah, like, little scoops, huh? This is a very f- weirdly fancy car for also not feeling very fancy. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, this doesn't, like, feel like the fanciest car ever, but also, like, the more I stare at it, the more it's like, huh, this is a really weird-looking car. You've also got, like, on the top of the hood, like, little swept sections um, that uh, just look like... Like, there are, like, black matte pieces underneath there. I don't know what those are, if those are just protecting the engine if that's just like a stylistic choice. You know?
0: Unfortunately, I'm not an expert on cars.
1: <laughs> SR01. Let me let me see if I can find a top view. I want to see what this looks like from the Looking
0: top. at the um the hood open, it uh-huh. does just lift the whole damn thing up. You can see right before the side mirrors, there's a little scene.
1: Yeah. Okay, so that way it just uh Okay, let me see if I can find uh want to find a picture of that
0: i also just you know like I know you know that this is not actually a cheap car, but I feel like seeing the insides kind of drives this home.
1: Yeah. Oh god, that's a fancy looking phrase.
0: engine. Yeah, it's a big motherfucker. Yeah, that I, is a uh, a Viper V10.
1: As a former owner of a of a of a like crappy family SUV, uh, <laughs> this is a much fancier engine than what I'm used to seeing because it's got you're branding like, and everything.
0: You're like as someone who used to u- who used to drive a Geo, I know my car.
1: No, no, I just meant look, I just meant this is much fancier looking than what the fucking Kia Sorento had in it.
0: Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right.
1: Um you know, uh, that I no longer own, which is honestly good because don't need it. Um but yeah, just wow. Uh, I will say, this is like a scary hood to open because it also, I, I didn't realize it opens from the back,
0: which uh-huh. I guess makes yeah. sense
1: given the shapes. You couldn't open it from the front, really, because you would have to worry about it scraping like the mirrors or mm-hmm. the windows. Uh, but,
0: I, but you're just lifting up a full like third of the, of the, yeah, uh, you're lifting uh, up of most of the
1: chassis of this car. <laughs> um, what is all this crap on the sides what is i i can stare at mecca all day long and try to like formulate okay what do these parts do i stare at a car and i'm like what is going on there because that's the engine block in the middle right yes there's a lot of stuff on the side there too that you can see right like Uh uh-huh that thing's just got a hole in the top of it uh you got some wires and some little vents and stuff um hold on let me see can i find a technical diagram of this car I'm betting I can. A diagram.
0: So here's a fun uh here's a fun thing, Dylan. hmm Look at the doors. Uh-huh. Do you see anything weird about them?
1: Where are the handles? Yeah. Wait, what where are the handles? How do you open this door?
0: There are no handles. There is an interior handle release, and what you do is you unzip the side window.
1: No, that feels. Hold on, that feels. Hmm. I wouldn't want that on my vehicle. Personally.
0: No, I would no. like a
1: manual door.
0: I would like to be able to stop people from for to anyone who walks up to the car being able to just open it and get in. Yeah, that's a personal security like, feature I like.
1: Like I said, this looks like a nice car. Like it's not like I just feel like yeah no uh a, a car that hmm. A car that, I don't know, I this is how I feel about a lot of things that do this kind of stuff. This isn't even the fancy version of this, right? Like on the modern cars, you get the ones where it's like, oh, you have to use the key to press the button to make it the door pop open. I hate automatic stuff. I think everything should have a manual, like a manual override of some sort, whether that is a car door handle or what. It well, is I mean, not this like, is
0: perfectly manual.
1: I mean, well, on this, this, it's picture. manual, but it's manual in the stupidest possible way.
0: Yeah, like look at that vinyl window. You you. Yeah, could you just have, peel unset off. that
1: window. Okay, or if yeah. you have the top off, you just reach in. Sure,
0: I, I mean that's that's true of any convertible. I guess
1: that's true of any convertible. That just it seems like a terrible idea. You would not. I I just. I just like yeah no that's just so dumb. I've known so many people that I've had someone, like, break into their car, and not, like, steal the car, but just steal shit out of the car, Uh-huh. that I'm like, you would just not want to leave anything ever in this car, because anyone could just get into it at any time.
0: Yeah, I had someone break into my car once, um, because I forgot to lock it, and I parked on the street, um, right in front of my house, but, you know, it happens, um... And they didn't steal anything, because I was so poor there was nothing to steal, so... <laughs> it
1: was just evidence someone had gotten in there.
0: Yeah, they just thrown a bunch of, like, the manual and some, like, papers and stuff on the ground. It's like, yeah, you wanna, you really wanna steal my fucking, like, <laughs> manual for this old Corolla go-go off, King? God
1: it yeah someone goes into my car and all they would find is yeah the fucking the kia sorrento manual and like maybe like a a, a, an empty pepsi can or something that's in the cup holder (laughs) it's like okay go for it
0: do you want napkins do i have napkins for you
1: (laughs) maybe a discarded taco bell bag that i stuffed in the glove compartment uh because i wasn't near a trash can and
0: dylan bad job what clean up after yourself
1: I I mean I would, but here's the thing: if I'm going to if I was going to work and there was a parking lot that had no like places to throw things away, I would just stuff the bag somewhere so that you know, and uh, hopefully I would remember it later. But also out of sight, out of mind.
0: It's a bad strategy. Anyway, look, no um, one's going
1: to be going into my fucking glove compartment, okay?
0: You're just writing off that area. You're never going to use it again because when you open it, it's going to smell bad.
1: It's not like there's food in there. I
0: yes, there is. You didn't eat every particle of that shit, Dill. It doesn't really matter anyway. Look, Dodge Viper SR1.
1: Do- Dodge Viper SR1. Don't be, don't be dissing me, okay? Um,
0: fucking bad decisions. Um,
1: Look, I, I, this was what I was working a hell schedule. You should understand. You know.
0: Yeah, I work a hell schedule right now, and guess what I do? I throw away my fucking trash. So, this I do, car... I
1: I would clean out... Okay, hold on, hold on. I would clean out my... This is a car episode. Listeners, you, you, whoever requested this is responsible. Um, I would clean... It's not like it would be left in there for months and months. What I mean, it's just like, it would be left in there, though, for like, you know, maybe like a week or two, because it's like, oh shit, I forgot. I threw something in there because I was rushing to eat something before work, because... I am not buying Las Vegas food at Las Vegas prices at my workplace because they don't provide us food.
0: All right. I guess I get that. Um,
1: anyway. All right.
0: Um, this. Uh, so <laughs> speaking of other features, the other, other niceties that this first design lacks, okay. um, there's no traction control or anti-lock brakes, right?
1: Okay. That seems bad.
0: Um, there's no air conditioning. Actually, they added one in 1994.
1: No air conditioning. No, Okay. I am from Vegas, so uh, so I have a weird brain about this. I cannot imagine having a car without AC because if you had a car no. without AC in Vegas, you would probably bake and die in your vehicle.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the same
1: reason, like, like when I found out, like, houses on the East Coast sometimes don't have central, like, cooling. It's It makes sense now that I live here, but, like, it blew my mind because in Vegas, you can't have a house without central cooling. You will die. <laughs> you well, will speaking die of
0: features show. that will help you die... Uh, no airbags.
1: What? What? That's, oh, for well, that's weight, just weight That's
0: just wasted. That's just wasted weight right there.
1: This seems. This seems terrible. Actually, the more we've gotten into this car, okay, this seems like a, a car that is trying to look nice, but is also secretly like an evil death trap.
0: It's not really supposed to be that much of like a street car, right? This I mean, is like, a obviously show car. it's street legal. I mean, this is this is a this is a rich this is a rich kid's toy, right?
1: Yeah. Not rich enough to own a Ferrari, but you want to show off that you have money.
0: Well, it's funny you mentioned that, because actually, at the point that this was made, uh, they were owned by uh, Lamborghini, and so Lamborghini helped with building the engine.
1: 1994. Or, what year was this again? 1994 was the last year. This drug. is
0: 91 to 95.
1: Yeah, okay, so. 1991, let me, let me just compare. Because I'm just saying, if you're going to make a stupid fucking purchase on a car... I just feel like yeah, you would much rather want like I, I don't know, like it it's a douchebag car but like I just think you would want a Lambo rather than this.
0: I bet there was a pretty big price difference though.
1: Was there? Okay, I don't know. I mean, La-
0: Lamb Lamborghinis, they really charge you for.
1: Uh, hold on. Dodge Like
0: you would not believe. Viper
1: SR1 original price. I want to see if we can have that, like find the original price point. Oh, okay. The, okay, the SR1 1990 so the 1991 Dodge Viper RT10 Roadster, which is the first generation yeah. SR1. $52,000. Yeah. Now, that's not bad. How much is 52,000 in 1991 dollar? Or how how would I do this? Inflation calculator. <laughs> Cuz I'm just curious now. Okay. Yeah, inflation calculator.
0: Account. Well, and okay, so just for comparison, uh, a 1991 Lamborghini Countach launch price is 466000
1: Jesus!
0: Yeah, Uh, you know, <laughs> ten times the cost. I just, look, so. I don't know
1: car prices. I bought my car for fucking uh, 3500 and that was like one of the most expensive things I've ever bought.
0: Oh, wait, no, this is... No, I'm sorry. This is... Google has failed me here. It didn't give me the original price. It gave me a resale price. Oh, okay. I don't know what the original price was. Well, the original
1: okay. price of the Dodge Viper, so the 52K in 1991, is about 115K
0: today. Okay, the original price was uh, 105K, so it's about twice as much. That's, that's less terrifying than I thought.
1: Okay, which would be about 232K. So it's still, like, double the price, but yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All of these numbers are too big for me to understand. Honestly, for, with any income I've ever had. If I pooled together all of my income I've ever made, I think I would be able to buy the Dodge Viper SR1 when it came out if I could travel in 1991 and have nothing else ever again. Just the car.
0: Well, let's talk about what you actually get for this money, right?
1: Yeah, because, okay, so you don't get traction control, you don't get anti-lock what? brakes, you don't get an air conditioning, and you don't uh, get airbags.
0: You... Right. Uh, You do get adjustable seats and you know a, a stereo oh, oh, and the, you know.
1: the the finest of cars with my adjustable seats, but also I'm well, sweating to death.
0: I mean, this is just the pre law preamble to saying what you get is zero to sixty in four point six seconds, maximum speed of 165. Where can miles I drive that hour.
1: speed in the uh, U.S.
0: Have you in the U.S. Uh, there are track days.
1: Yeah, no, that's stupid. Okay. I mean, if,
0: yes, this is this is the concept of a sports car, I mean, Dylan. This is, Welcome okay, to it. Th-
1: This is where we learn that I just think car ownership is evil and stupid, which we all know <laughs> it is. We're all, generally yeah. speaking, commies here, leftists here, who understand this. But, like, the, the, it, again, I bought a car out of necessity because Las Vegas is very pedestrian unfriendly, and I needed it for work. And I regretted it still because I still put so much money into that vehicle, not even including the 3500 that I had to pay for it which was Mm -hmm. apparently a good deal. And I still hated ownership of it, right? And it was an SUV. It's not like it had good gas mileage. But the only way to, like, get to casinos reliably... uh, Vegas has the problem where if you walk out of a casino, right, and you see a casino across the street, you would look at that and go, oh, that's across the street. That'll only take me, like, five minutes to walk to. No, it'll take you about 30 to 40 minutes to walk there because you're going to have to take a really awkward way around, go across a land bridge... Go around, actually find your workplace in there. It's not as quick as you would think. Um, it sucks. I hate it. I hate the design of cities, and I, I hate it. Um, and after moving somewhere... And, and Vegas was made for cars, so I didn't hate cars as much when I lived in Vegas, when I had a car, because I was like, well, this makes everything so much more convenient. Now I live in, you know, Pittsburgh, right? And mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is not made for At least the area I live in is not made for vehicles, right? Like, it was... These are all old horse trails that they converted into roads. They're all like really small two lane things. But here's the thing: driving is actually such a pain in the ass that honestly, if it wasn't such a hilly area and I didn't have a severe allergy to being outside, <laughs> uh, I would probably just try to walk places more because you can actually walk places because there's large, larger, there's larger areas relative to walking. And it's still not the most pedestrian friendly out here, but it's so much funnier seeing, like, the difference between somewhere that wasn't made for cars being forced to be made for cars, and then the inherent unfriendliness of somewhere that was just made for cars. (laughs) You
0: know? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And what I've learned is just car ownership is terrible. Um, anyway. What I'm learning from reading this also is it's just so stupid. I would not care about being able to go from zero to 60 immediately because, like... The fastest roads, if you're not including the highway, are 45 miles per hour where I used to live. And out here, it's like 40 miles per hour. Like...
0: And the Dodge Viper is infamous for a certain thing.
1: What is it infamous for?
0: Here's a brief little video you should watch. Um, this is what happens when you try and do 0-60 to 60 in a Dodge Viper, and you don't know what you're doing. Because the Dodge Viper, ah. Uh, its horsepower and its torque are so good that trying to drive in a straight line, by common logic, something happens when it, you go it real fast.
1: I am assuming it doesn't go in a straight line?
0: Not so much. You're going to see it All in a right, second. making sure.
1: Am I, I'm not going to watch someone explode, right?
0: No, he, he steps out of this. Okay. He steps out of this car.
1: Okay, good. Just making sure. Because uh, yeah. he's in convertible mode, too, so my brain's like, holy yeah. shit, what's going to
0: happen? I, I'm not interested in linking videos of people getting killed. Oh, I That's know. not cool. I,
1: I figured that was the case, but I had to ask because, to be fair, sure, sure. look at this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, oh, yeah, nope, that just immediately, oh, fucking, yeah, way to go, dude.
0: Yeah, the car just swerves off the road.
1: Yeah, no, way to fucking go, dude. Wonderful job there. Yeah, at least he's okay. Okay, he... Does he have a model with the airbags? I can't see. One went off. Oh, that is total, though. That car is just nothing now.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's done.
1: Yeah, it's no, that's done. destroyed. Also, actually, now that I see people around it, this car is so much smaller than I was thinking, which I guess makes sense. I knew it was, like, a two-seater. But this is a small car. So going from 0 to 60 in a tiny car with none of these modern features like traction control and anti-lock brakes... Uh uh no, uh it's a convertible and uh it is made of the lightest possible materials ever. Uh th- yeah, this is a recipe for disaster.
0: <laughs> it's hard to drive.
1: Holy shit. This is like the douchebag's douchebag car, I'm sorry to say. <laughs> <laughs> but like this is a ter I hate this thing. Tom Gale, the designer, you y- you fucked up with this car, I'm sorry.
0: I mean, listen, it's a first draft.
1: Yeah, maybe you shouldn't make a first draft be sellable for fucking 100k, roughly. And I mean, it's expensive
0: stuff. to make. You gotta recoup that money.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. So this thing sucks, right? Like, sure. it, visually speaking... I think this car is kind of neat visually. I like some of the ideas going on with, like, the shapes. Like, you know, I like the roundedness of it. It's going for a lot of circles, right, is what this design feels like it's going for. Between the lights, between the way the, like, scoops are arranged on the sides of the car. uh, If you're looking at the rear of it, the rear lights. um, Even, like, the way that roof is designed, I think it's ugly as sin. But it has, like, a little divot in the middle because it's supposed to kind of, like, have this, like, sort of, like, rounded appearance. And it doesn't mm-hmm. just want to be like a, a normal like uh, what is it like a convex hood, um, and it even has like a circular. Is that an ex- is that extra exhaust on the sides? Those like little circles of like metal. Ah uh, uh, yeah, they are okay. Yeah, so that's just extra exhaust. Like everything on this car is designed to to look round and especially for 1991, probably relatively modern, right?
0: It's it's kind of it's like it's it's like a twunk, right?
1: Yeah. It, it's trying to be both around and modern, cute. but also like a muscle car, like a fancy, like, or sports car, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's beefy cute. And honestly, I think muscle car is not wrong, at least in its performance.
1: Yeah, because that's what that reminds me of. And, like, again, the way that people are driving it in that video reminds me of also douchebags with muscle cars. No offense to anyone that owns a muscle car. Um, You know what I mean, though? Like,
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's so funny because, like, it's something I think about, right, is, like, I love mecha and mecha customization and stuff, right? And I totally could see the dangers of how I could have become a car person. But the thing about mecha is because they're fictional, it doesn't bug me at all. Cars, on the other hand, these are scary. (laughs) These are scary real-life weapons that we are always uh, inside of that can easily harm and maim you and other people. So I'm glad I never became a car person in this way. Well, yeah.
0: We have a we have a successor obviously. We have multiple successors, but first we have to talk about a variant.
1: Okay, what's the variant?
0: This is the Rin Speed What?
1: Okay. That's a weird so is this like a third party variant?
0: Yes, it is. This is a thing that happens in the world of higher end cars, uh with some frequency is that uh there will be like small scale manufacturers that like buy these cars and then like extensively customize them and sell a small number.
1: This is the ugliest color of car by the way that you linked. the, the default photo there that green.
0: Well, that is the default color of it. It's supposed to be cuz because it's Viper and Valeno, of course, is La- is Italian for uh poison. Like oh. a viper's poison. Okay. So it's poison green. It's in it's uh they uh on their own copy here. They uh shout out its aggressive green color,
1: so they've done some interesting changes too, so firstly uh they've made the um the headlights are have a bit more of a point on them mm-hmm. um slightly more tell, narrowed eyes yeah, yeah. they are like slightly narrowed a bit um the fog lights have moved from the sides of the grill to inside of the grill, you know the two fog lights. I don't know what those two holes where the fog lights were now, if that's just like now holes probably for just air. intake, yeah. yeah. Um, so which,
0: next. by the way, there's no grill on the intake now. On yeah, the there's front. no grill. The front at all. grill doesn't have a grill. So
1: yeah, the grill doesn't have a grill. It has two lights in it. <laughs> um, and then the final, really noticeable modification is if you look at the window or the the mirrors, the mirrors have moved up, and I hate mm-hmm. it. I despise it. The mirrors have moved up on the sides of the little uh, window. So I'm assuming, given the design of this, you can't. Can you put a a, a, a top on this?
0: I don't know. Unfortunately there are I don't have a lot of photos of this guy. Yeah, oh. no.
1: Oh, and also what? actually another part that changed extensively, the back of this. Looking at the gallery there. Um Yeah. It now so the original version of uh, of this, right, the SR1, has sort of like a little it doesn't even have like a rear windshield, honestly. It just has like a little spoiler loop almost. it, it like in terms of what its effect is there. You know what I mean, like on the yeah, on the back yeah. of the car. Uh, this one extends that out and like so it has kind of like a little um, has a little like brimmed hat uh, back there. Yeah, it has it says it has Milano a full, on it.
0: I would say it has a full like a like it turns that thing, which is sort of just like the back of where you know you you mount the hood on on the SR1. This is fully like a a like a small spoiler here.
1: Yeah, it's just turning it into an actual spoiler because it's definitely. I, even though it has that effect on the original, I don't think that's what it's meant to really be. Um, looking at the right. gallery here, yeah, no, there's no extra lights on this. Now, another thing
0: another thing to note, though. Um, so the Dodge Viper uh, famously has quite big tires and quite yes. big wheels um, for extra grip. Uh-huh. Um, gives it very good turning ability. Look at the rear tires on the Valeno here in that top see. photo.
1: Oh, those are like truck tires are so fucking
0: wide yes
1: well maybe it's to make sure you don't have like what happened to that one guy and fucking slide into a fucking pole at
0: whether it can stop that i don't know but it is indeed to give it increased grip
1: yeah because uh because that motherfucker yeah that's just all right so that's the variant can we get Uh, to? i
0: also want to note that incredibly pretentiously the inside like the the instead of leather upholstery they have a material made by the like handbag manufacturer Maison Molaris Inc the uh, special artificial material called, called vinerous. Uh, um, fucking yeah jerk it's all off black motion.
1: interior though and my brain just goes during a summer day you're not going to want to drive this because it's going to be so fucking hot
0: yeah, I think it's dumb as shit.
1: Oh, also, not only that, I just noticed the fucking cell phone holder on this, right? Because this is an old variant. So look uh-huh. at the fucking look at that little phone receiver. I mean,
0: thing. look at the wheel. Look at the like fucking like Xbox Live keyboard in the middle of the wheel. Yeah,
1: I don't even know what that's for. I I, I don't either. I see one, two, and three, uh, and then I see like it's one, two, three, four, and I think it's three, four again. Actually, looking at like the first six there.
0: It does kind of look like that. And that has
1: another four, if you look at the bottom middle. What's with all I, these fours? I don't know what this means. <laughs> no, I don't know. All right, all right. Anyway, okay, so the, the official successor, though.
0: Yes, the official successor is the Dodge Viper SR2, naturally.
1: Okay. Uh, looks pretty similar to the SR1, if I'm being honest. Uh, just visually. Especially like, I mean, when we look at the red one there.
0: Well... I think we have some clear differences here, right? First of all, we have an intake in the middle of the hood, right up front. Okay, yeah,
1: I do see that. Yeah, there's a little intake in the middle of the hood. Um, And
0: and then we have some, like, you know, almost gill-style radiation on the sides there of the front hood.
1: um, I'm trying to just compare it just to see. Yeah, I guess the, um, they've... Interesting, it's interesting looking at this actually now, because, like... Also, the door design, I think, is different. Because if you look at the door, on the original, it's got a very thin uh, metal piece there, like, you know, where, like, the hinge is. And if you look at, like, the silver one especially, it just looks so much more pronounced, like there's much more of a gap there. Mm. You know, for the door yeah, I see and you the mean. scoop. Um, interesting. Okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, the headlight design, though, is the same. You've got the same kind of grail style. Though, at least they fixed where you put the license plate, if you're putting it on the front. Uh, It looks a little better there. It's still kind of dumb looking, but... um... Uh,
0: The exhaust has been moved uh, from the... The the side exhaust has been all moved to the back now.
1: Yeah, okay, I see a rear view. Yeah, you just got a double exhaust in the back, not on the sides. Actually, the back of this is most extensively redesigned. Oh, also, does this just have... Is this a convertible at all?
0: Um, There are convertible models of it, but I believe there are also hard top models.
1: Yeah, and it's not like a removable hard, hard top. It's like a...
0: I don't know. A, I, I Honestly, I would suspect it would be because a soft top is incredibly dangerous with a car like this.
1: That's fair. I only mention it because it doesn't have like the soft vinyl window things, I'm noticing, on all the hard top versions here.
0: Well, they figured out this thing where you can just roll up the fucking windows, I think.
1: <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's my guess as to what happened there.
1: Alright, so, the RT-10, the first model, received minor changes, just being the exhaust position, moved to the rear to re- uh to release back pressure, and then it jumped it up for- to 450. Great, we gave it more horsepower and more torque! Um... Yep. I'm like, wait, do did we need more? Okay, it is a removable hardtop, but it has a sliding glass window. Okay. Um... Few steel suspension components were replaced by aluminum, so they reduced the weight. No, no, I want this to be more stable. You can't do that.
0: That's not the history of the of the Viper. Is making it this like they're not trying to turn it into a pickup truck, Dylan. They want it to go faster.
1: It's but ah, the, 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 uh, okay.
0: Every every variant a of, a, of a sports version. car. So every the, oh, yes. every variant of a sports car is a high mobility variant. Okay,
1: A new model of the Viper was introduced in 1996, known as the GTS, the car was a coupe. It was essentially a coupe and more powerful version of the RT-10. The roof of the car was shaped in a way that drivers were able to fit their helmets in during track days. Okay, so I will say I totally understand this as a track day thing, right? As something that is like you drive it around a track. But here's the thing. I have seen many pictures and many videos of just randos... Uh, now, who are just driving this on the street, and I don't think this car should be allowed on the street. <laughs> personally. It is a danger to itself and everyone around it.
0: I will say you're kind of onto something with your uh, your concern about them replacing parts with aluminum, right? Okay, yeah. Because they did this further in the, the 2000 model. Uh-huh. Um <clears throat> the lighter pistons pistons, being of cast construction, are not able to safely withstand high levels of force induction compared to earlier forged pistons. The difference has led to enthusiasts sometimes referring to the two thousand to two thousand two model years as cream puff cars, what? because of the way they crumple
1: Oh, what this car costs you so much money? Why would you. buy... <laughs> <laughs> uh. I hate this. I hate cars. I, 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 this episode is making me hate cars. Who who requested this? Was this Muffin again?
0: I can't confirm or deny that it was definitely Muffin.
1: <laughs> okay. Because I was like, okay, he's requesting a car. I, I don't know if he's going to be satisfied or not by how angry I'm getting looking at this, but um, this car is making me so mad. This is a oh I hate it. And here's the thing: I said I like the look of like the Lambos. I hate those two. Trust me, I hate all of them. It's just at least they have an aesthetic to them. This isn't is this kind of like an ugly mid-tier car in terms of appearance that is also a nightmare of a safety thing to me. That's why I hate I, it so
0: much. I often think cars are cool. I don't think it, it's as as I say. I can I can like this thing in a in a lab, right? I do. I would get mad if I saw someone driving this around on the street, but. Concept I think it's cool. We also, of course, have some other special variants. We have the Viper ACR, mm-hmm. which is a, a further uh revised model that is really this is really the track day version where they remove the radio and the air conditioning <laughs> and add some better intake and stuff. This is j ju- this is yeah, truly this is f- just a track day car.
1: Yeah. Um and then you have the GT2 Champion Edition.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, because it won. Okay, so it did win some. Oh no, commemorate the cars. Yeah, uh, nineteen ninety seven FIA GT Championship GT two class win. Um, so it won. Um, good for them. Special edition, taking the name of its racing counterparts' class. The V ten engine was rated at a lower power output. Um. Bodywork work was made similar to the Chrysler Viper GTS-R, which is the racing version, including the colors, aerodynamics package, and visual design in order to publicize the Viper's motorsport achievement. 100 were produced. The car was not built to meet any homologation requirements as the car, race car came first. What is homologation?
0: I believe basically what they're saying is it's not even slightly road legal.
1: Ah, yes, yeah, granting the approval of, by an official authority. Okay, so that was not made to be street legal at all. Right. Great, wonderful. A hundred people own those. Um. So yep. then we have, uh, the, yeah, the GTSR itself, which is a fancy race car version of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the motorsport version where they're like, okay, we don't have to worry about about street legal. We're just trying to make a race car.
1: Yep, yep. it raced uh twelve years in motorsport with one hundred sixty three wins out of two hundred sixty two races. That feels like a pretty good win rate. Yeah, I mean,
0: as we say, for like. It is a very fast car that has surprisingly good turning ratio. The main thing about it is that it's tricky, but a professional driver can figure that out.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: All right. And then, should we just keep going to the successors? I don't know how many there are going to be.
0: Sure. We'll go for a while. Uh, We can go to the Dodge Viper ZB1, the third generation.
1: Yep. Okay. So, this one is... Oh, this one actually is a... This one is more noticeably a different design from what I can see. Let me double check and put them next to each other. See, I can't tell though if it's also just because the version has stripes in the main picture. Uh, um, this is
0: a design by Osamu Shikaido, who oh. is uh, who has worked for Nissan, Hyundai, Chrysler, and Toyota. Um, yeah. So he's 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 been a very uh, you know so.
1: It's funny, because this makes designer. it look more like a normal car, but I do like this more. Because I'm looking at the design changes. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. First major change is the way the hood is, you no longer have to, like... It It, it it's it looks like it just opens more like a normal hood, because you can actually see the line there on the side. Mm-hmm. Um, it still opens, like, you know, from probably from, like, the front there, but... Or, you know, like, f- opposite what you think it would open, like, for most cars. But... At least it's, like, not taking three-four... Or one-third of the car with it. Um... Mm -hmm.
0: Uh,
1: and I just think the lines actually do, like, complement it a bit more. This... This is actually more linear, right? Even though it's, like, still got the rounded shapes, it's got, like, a lot more, like, little lines on it. Like, if you look at, like, where the window is and how that sweeps back to... Or the mirror, I should say. The side mirrors. And the way that sweeps back compared to the older model, it sweeps back further on the door there. Um... And also, like the bottom of the car, it's not as bulbous. It it just because the thing about the older Vipers is even though they have like lots of circles on their design, they also like make a lot of parts kind of bulbous, especially like around the bottom of the body of the car. Whereas this kind of like seems like it tr- tries to like thin it a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, which again makes it feel more like a normal car in some ways. But I I, I think it looks better. Um, looks like the grill is a little thicker. Uh, from the front it's pretty similar in design though overall um but uh
0: yeah yeah this kind of feels like 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 i mean obviously this is you know as as it goes with cars this is a faster car this is a higher horsepower car but in a lot of ways this feels like they're starting over with a new design base moving forward
1: still has the side uh exhausts you can see it on like the back of the silver one there and it has like the two different models you've got like a soft top one there and you've mm-hmm. got a uh, one with a hard top. Uh, it still has that little like div divot in the top of the roof that I think looks ugly, like the little bump.
0: But, yeah, I mean there there are things like it is very it is not rare I think, but it is very notable when even with redesigns with a car like this, this style of like like branded car, they don't have try to emulate the old design elements in ways. Yeah. Um, um,
1: the another interesting thing actually, looking at the shapes here. Do they have like different kinds of possible like uh, little like uh, air things on the engine? Because like, look at the. It looks like there are pockets there, right? Like looking at like the way that that's shaped.
0: Yeah, we had those on the on the sr two as well. I pointed them out. Yeah, um, that's I just see exhaust. Them there. Yeah.
1: Okay, but but I didn't see them on the silver version of the third generation of the of the. Hmm. Oh, it might maybe be an optional
0: package thing or something. I don't know.
1: No, I think they are there. You can see them on the further part there, like the the way the silver bends. It's just the color, I think, helps it blend in a lot more. It's hard to see, though. Hmm. Um, Okay, yeah, so this is, let's see, uh, introduced in 2002, named as the SRT-10, which replaced both the RT-10 and GTS models. Engine displacement increased from 8 to 8.3 liters, along with other upgrades. Even higher output, 500 horsepower, 525 pounds of torque uh chassis is even more rigid and lightweight wait rigid and lightweight okay interesting so they went with a more rigid material but they also it's a lighter material that's
0: Mm -hmm.
1: interesting um the double bubble structure is the gts from the previous generation oh right that's why the roof is like that right because it's supposed to make room for a helmet that's probably the double bubble thing i think they're talking about right is on the uh, the hard top, having like the little bit of the roof go like that, probably for a helmet to better.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. It looks dumb, but I guess that makes more sense. Um, performance: zero to sixty in three point eight seconds. Ooh.
0: Yeah, faster. Yes,
1: very marginal amounts of speed. We're in like speed running like category here, where it's like well oh, instead of four point two seconds, it's three point eight seconds.
0: No, no, you want that. You look at the SR10 versus the coupe variant. Hmm. 3. three point seven, 7 3. seconds, three point
1: eight. <laughs> okay, and then yeah. zero to one hundred in the same speed, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, at a certain point, you know, um, though, then top speed, sr ten, uh, Not 5, even three coupe, whole, whole miles per hour, hour more.
1: Or no, it's uh, sorry, three point one miles per hour. More. I missed. Yeah. That. I thought it was yeah. uh, one eighty two point two. Yeah, uh, it's I
0: mean, at a certain point, it stops being about top speed because you're never going to hit that top speed, except for on a drag strip. Even on a track, you're not going yeah, to be turning, so you want if you're turning, right? You're
1: not going. Yeah,
0: you are right. handling at that point. All so. Right. um, So we have two variants that we should talk about. OK. Um, Unfortunately, I wanted to do this in a certain order. But if I do it in this order, then the page of the first one mentions the second one. Okay. Um, so unfortunately, I do have to show you first the Dodge Ram SR10.
1: Wait, the Dodge Ram is uh, related to the Viper? The Most the of truck- them
0: aren't. This one is. Oh, okay. This one has the they- engine from the Viper in it.
1: Okay, but it's the design of this, though, is... The, the chassis is fully its own.
0: Yes, yes. This is a Dodge Ram that they have. Why would
1: have... you put? Hold on, I am getting hit in the head with this now. Why would you need a is. fucking pickup is. truck with the power of your Dodge Viper?
0: This is a 2004 truck that still holds the record of being the fastest production truck ever made.
1: No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I was, yeah. It I was reaches really surprised how, of... how much
0: you were no selling it.
1: it. Reaches an average speed of 154.5 miles per hour. Yeah wonderful in a fucking dodge ram
0: yep yep
1: yeah i guess the name fucking fits now doesn't it oh i'm mad i hate that i i this is just this exists just to exist and again if this was a mecha, i'd probably cheer but this is a real thing and it makes me hate it oh there's a quad cab version of it too no yeah so that way you can have four people in your fucking 150 mile per hour fucking dodge ram (laughs)
0: Well oh. it probably would it I mean I it, guess it, it probably, probably slowed down a bit, one, yes. Yeah, maybe like 149.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like a nightmare truck because it's covered in like intakes and stuff too.
0: Probably Yes, yes, they did um they did take the dodge right the dodge ram, slap it in a wind tunnel, and use that to figure out how to change the outside.
1: This looks like a chimera of three cars if you're looking at the hood, right? The uh-huh. bottom Grill looks like it comes from a different top than the middle grill, which looks like it comes from a different vehicle than the top intake
0: it's like it's it's like a muscle car intake on the very top, right? Yeah, and then you go down and it's like it is like a weird like
1: futuristic jet vehicle intake like a fucking right wipeout and then vehicle.
0: below that you have like a land a lancer evolution intake Like, <laughs> what are a, we
1: this is a nightmare car
0: <laughs> the the license plate holder on the front points downward in shame yeah it's, it's got a spoiler a truck with a spoiler
1: oh and it has a spoiler on a fucking truck <laughs> Uh, Ugh, I'm very, linking this to my chat good. so I can ramble with this about the others in my house in a little bit, but I'm doing it with no context, so they just have to see this. I'm wondering if they'll see the monstrosity and start lo- looking if at it, and being like, "Wait a if minute." If they'll what the understand
0: fuck? what they're looking at, yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, this is a nightmare vehicle. Okay, the- I see why you wanted to surprise me with this because what the fuck?
0: <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I, I, of variants, none of them are particularly remarkable. It's a lot of, like, like, modifications, but not usually to performance, so I'm not noting them. The
1: fastest fucking truck in the world. I'm so mad. I hate it. I
0: hate well, it. not the fastest truck in the world. The fastest production truck in the world. Oh, I'm right, sure probably. someone has strapped, like, a, a, a space shuttle engine <laughs> to, to their truck fucking truck. Chevy.
1: <laughs> and or and then called the, the, the Guinness people and were like, watch this. <laughs> Yay, I win
0: gonna die in the middle of setting the record all right i mean you can do Um, that
1: it's fine you still set the record as long as you were alive for part of the record being made i think it's fine right
0: yeah i think that's right um so yeah that's the uh that's the dodger msr 10 um next up we have a uh even further afield okay this is the bristol fighter
1: bristol fighter
0: now, a thing that is often done when you are trying to get a project off the ground as a car company that doesn't have the biggest, you know, like, you know, the biggest production and everything in the world is you just use somebody else's engine. Okay. So this is a British supercar that uses the engine from okay, the. What is supercar uh, mean
1: SR-10. as a classification six? Does it, what, what does supercar mean?
0: Supercar. Basically means, um, there's sort of like a tiering going on here. Uh Um, supercars are supposed to be, um, extremely high performance, but still street legal sports cars. Okay. Um, after that you get to hypercar, which are cars that are very often like, I think there are a lot of, I think there are a lot of hypercars that are street legal, but that's not required. Oh okay. I think um but like uh a hypercar um is basically never less than a million dollars.
1: I was going to say this certainly looks like a British car to me. No offense. Doesn't to it? Doesn't yeah, it? The Bristol there? The Bristol Fighter? It's great. It's great. Yeah, no, that looks like a British car to me. Uh-huh. I don't know why it looks like a British car to me. It just when I see like th- ones with headlights like that and just like this like Trying to look like I don't know they 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 have this look that I just I've seen other British cars I'm pretty sure and I've seen James Bond movies that sometimes I think have British cars and I think they look like this right?
0: Yeah, there's a very there's a very subdued sense where it's like there is a I would say sort of like a like
1: it's always the headlights I think for me. it's
0: yeah sports car by way of like subdued geometry.
1: Yeah, because, like, I'm, like, looking, I, I decided to look up more British cars and see what I mean, and, like, yeah, when I see, like, British, like, produced, like, vehicles, it, 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 I, it is mostly the lights that uh, that make me realize that they all have, like, these really round headlights in this way. They all look like they have eyes in, like, a specific kind of way.
0: It's interesting you say that, because the point of a lot of changing a lot of headlight shapes is to give them different eyes and different emphasis. What British, what you're showing here is that the classic British... Headlight design is just to put a light bulb in it, because yeah. light bulbs are naturally round. Whereas other ones are like, what if we use three light no, light bulbs and strung them together so it looked they're like the eyes of a snake?
1: Yeah, it's it's interesting because I'm like looking and I'm like seeing a lot of British cars that also like violate this. It's just that also though, it, it's just interesting, right? Because like there are a lot of types of British cars that all kind of have this thing going on with it, though. Like of these, just these very rounded. Mm -hmm. Like like, like I said, when I see, like, round headlights like this, my brain just goes, oh, British. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted Uh, to make sure I wasn't crazy in seeing that.
0: uh, So a fun thing about this, actually, is Uh uh, Bristol Fighter here has uh, what they call gullwing doors. Are you familiar with gullwing doors?
1: No, not at all.
0: You might know them from uh, probably the most famous one, thanks to Back to the Future, of course, is the DeLorean.
1: Oh, the doors that, like, they pop up. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Like the wings of a seagull, hence gull wing.
1: Okay. I, I actually think, I will admit, as an aesthetic touch, I think doors like this fucking rule. I think they are cool. Yeah.
0: There are often structural problems with them, but they do look cool. Um, yeah. yeah, so this is a car that um, they, they say, um, we don't have an exact number of how many were made, but it is somewhere between 9 and 14 of them.
1: Interesting, okay. (laughs) I feel like when the number is that low, and it's a company like this, you should know exactly how many you made, but okay.
0: Right? Um, That's weird. It is interesting to note also that this, like, super low production, heavily customized car is in fact slower than the Viper.
1: It is, okay. Because they actually called it a super car, so my brain was like, wait. Oh, it actually
0: has slower acceleration, but they Mm. say it has a higher top speed. Interesting. Okay. Okay, that's my mistake. Um,
1: okay. Now, can it fly if you pop the goal wings up while you're driving at full speed?
0: I think they would need to be longer for that. I bet you could get some extra airtime on jumps, however. That would be now, really
1: a nightmare, but also funny.
0: Now, what might actually be able to fly, because we can't prove otherwise, is the Bristol Fighter T, a variant that was never actually produced.
1: Ah, uh, the MSV of the Bristol Fighter.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <I hate> the- <laughs> Okay. So uh they took it and they were like, well hang on. This is a great car, but like what about a turbocharger? And here's the thing about this, right? Um turbochargers are a um it, it's it's a forced induction device that sort of redirects the, the flow of exhaust to sort of repower the car, right? Yeah. Um you you'll see like bolt-on turbos being a real cheap way to make a car faster. Um, but my understanding, and again, I'm not a car person, but my understanding is the more complicated the engine, the more dangerous this is. And this is a fucking V10. Uh So this is why this would have been the first ever turbocharged V10. But they couldn't make it work, and so they didn't build it. <laughs> so they didn't do it, yeah. Because uh, that would they, have been
1: a nightmare, I think. I,
0: yeah, theoretically would have had a top speed of 270 miles per hour.
1: But they would have electronically would have... limited it, okay.
0: To 225 for safety. Could you imagine yes. someone
1: buying this and some rich asshole actually like, hacking their car in order to not have it electronically limited anymore? to a more than adequate 225 i'm glad they put that wording there too
0: oh i'm sorry there was also the fighter s which is sort of the slight upgrade but not quite the upgrade that the t was it Uh, still has
1: like the same top speed and stuff it just looks like it has more max power basically out of the uh engine
0: yeah and
1: more torque but not not more acceleration not more speed um right yeah, so, okay, and forced induction, right? Okay, so what we should do also, right, we should, we should clearly make the Bristol Fighter T also made more out of aluminum to make it lighter. Because as we know, aluminum and right, forced right. induction works well, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, I think um, take out the airbags and, you know, just uh, really just really do Making it up proper. Making the world's most
1: expensive execution device, basically, <laughs> is what we would be doing. And the fastest, though. It'd be the fastest and uh most expensive execution device ever made for a human. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, so now onto the official upgrade.
0: Yes, now we go to the Dodge Viper ZB2. Okay,
1: luckily these are not as numerous as I thought cuz this is a 2007. So we clearly are going through years. Yeah, there's
0: Viper. one more gen after this. We're almost there.
1: <coughs> okay. Okay, so the ooh. Ooh. Okay, you know what? Aesthetically speaking, I like this one a lot. Mainly cuz I think this hood is really cool. Um So, looking at the version there, uh, similar headlights, similar fog lights, same grille design. They're never changing that grille design. The hood, though, now those, like, little scoops on the top of the hood are really big.
0: Uh
1: Uh-huh. I really like how that looks, actually, though, especially on that blue one. I just like the way the light reflects off them. It just looks very pretty. Um similar design to the ZB-1 in a lot of ways, like with like, you know, the, the way the uh, hood is designed, it's not, you know, the whole, it's the same kind of hood design. A lot of the lines are in the same place. Um, mm-hmm. Now it looks like there's a cap over the, oh no, there's not a cap over the exhaust. I was like, don't just start driving with that cap on. Uh, no, it's just very dark in there. Okay. This is very much like a show car that they no, show. now the on. the
0: hood is pretty much the only big change to the exterior.
1: Yeah. Looking at the back of it, it's pretty much the same. Uh, and complete with uh, the hard top still having the ugly bump switch again. Functional, yes. Still ugly as fuck. Um, yeah, so it's the hood. Uh, it looks nicer, though. I actually really like the hood design. <laughs> uh,
0: you know what's very funny is, uh, I'm noticing, I'm, I'm reading this here. This is just, this is, okay, when we talk about muscle car assholes, the reason we talk about that is shit like this, where they reworked the exhaust system. Because what they were doing for a while with the with the this is the fourth gen with the third gen, they made the exhaust like partially direct into the car uh-huh, which you know caused a lot of heat and stuff, right Yes, but the reason they did it is because people who drove it said it didn't sound scary enough. The exhaust uh, didn't sound tough enough.
1: I hate fucking motherfuckers idiots. with loud cars. I fucking hate fuckers with loud cars. I mean, this, is
0: why, this is why these days, the sound is artificial.
1: Yeah. yeah. They
0: artificially enhance engine sounds to make them sound cooler because people are such jack It jack-offs. doesn't sound
1: cool. It's such a no. fucking tool move.
0: It's it's. I'm sorry,
1: if you're listening lame. to this and you like your car to be loud, I'm sorry, you're a fucking tool. Fuck off. Sometimes I will try to be nicer to our listeners, but no. If In this case, I will no. be rude.
0: I'm, I'm with you. <clears throat> Eat shit. I, uh... There was a guy who worked at my job for approximately two weeks before getting fired, but every night he would have his buddy pick him up, and at fucking 1130 at night, they would peel out in their loud-ass car. And it's like, wow, you're just a piece of shit, huh?
1: God. Nightmare. All right. Um... Yeah, this, overall, this car design, though, I think the design is better. I hate it the more I read about the technical details because they made it look like a nicer car, but it's still like a douchebag car. Uh, I will say the Viper SRT10ACR, the American Club Racer variant uh, there, I do like that off-center stripe. I think that's actually a really cool paint job for a car, having an off-center stripe.
0: Yeah, yeah it's um, a good look. I'll give it that.
1: Um, which, of course, that's a racing model, so of course it's enhanced. Uh, in order to make it not, it's not, it's not street legal. <laughs> it's just, right. you know, it's a racing one.
0: And they also made an uh, ACRX right at the end of this of this generation, just per, to sort of be right? like, hey, you know, last, last push, all the, you know, the finest tech we've got at the time before redesigning this.
1: Uh, the Voodoo edition, which had 31 units, which had bla- special black paint and red striping.
0: Oh yeah, almost all of these have had like voodoo editions and shit that I just haven't read because who the fuck cares. <laughs>
1: yeah, also it doesn't help that they don't have pictures immediately available so it's like I don't even give a shit then. And only right. 50 of them were produced or 20 or whatever. Right. Um 3.79 I mean, seconds. We've gotten 0. 0.1 faster on the fucking 0 to 60 in all these years.
0: Oh, but that they're they're underselling it. Car and driver says it's 3.6.
1: Oh, okay. Okay.
0: The driver humble. might be
1: fucking wrong, though.
0: Honestly, I guess it's possible, but it's also oh, possible. Oh, well, like, okay, yeah.
1: I guess they can also be lying about their own car's performance.
0: They just don't want to oversell it and get sued.
1: Oh, right. I guess that makes sense.
0: Uh, okay. Because, you know, the further along you get in time, the greater the possibility of getting sued. So eventually you're like, okay, let's make sure we can back up these claims. Uh, you know, Let's what? be that conservative. Makes
1: sense. That makes sense. It's stupid, but it makes sense now okay variants yep okay luckily one of these is the bristol fighter so we can ignore that
0: yes uh the next one is the devon gtx
1: which doesn't i I, okay so okay so this is in uh, california the specialized in the development of premium lifestyle products the sole bidder for the dodge viper wait what were they gonna do Wait, what is the what is bidder for Do- Dodge Viper mean here? Were they um, just trying to get control of making the car- next version of it or something?
0: Yes, basically oh, okay. they were like, "Listen, we're gonna let us make the new Dodge Viper. Here's our here's our pitch. This is the Devon GTX." And uh, Chrysler said, "That's cute, but no."
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. They were the only ones to bid for it, and then they apparently they made two of these.
0: And then they no. shut down.
1: And then they shut down. That's funny.
0: Uh, but looking at it, I do think it has an appealing silhouette here.
1: Yeah, no. It, this seems like going back to basics in a lot of design fashion ways here, right? It, mm. The hood is more simplified. Um, the, the I, I It's interesting, though, because looking at the hood, it actually... Now it is, like, the size of a normal car hood, too. Like, where it would open there. Looks mm-hmm. like. It's much smaller. Um, the back, it has, like, a little fancy spoiler. This... It's really interesting because it's, like, trying to look less... It it has less greebles, but this is clearly futuristic-looking, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, this is a render, I'm pretty sure, so if that makes sense also why it's going to look so smooth and clean. But, like, the shapes on the outside make this feel futuristic, but it also is cleaning up a lot of, like, the, the greebly bits on the older versions of the Viper. Uh, like, you know, the like I mentioned, the hood, do, it does have one intake, but it doesn't have like the series of intakes on the top. Um, and the hood is also like smaller in design uh, compared uh-huh. to the rest of the chassis. You've got like these.
0: Here, for the cuter... record, here's an image of a a real one.
1: Yeah, let's see if that helps. Yeah, even there it's, it looks like it's, oh, actually, so it does have those. Okay, so it does have intakes on the top. They're just smaller. They're more yes. in the frame like they're the way they're cut in um, like so if you were looking at it from below you wouldn't be able to tell there's something weird going there basically mm-hmm. or looking at it from like a certain angle. This is a very fancy looking car though uh, is with like the the alternate like the body having the two types of material there because you've got like the red material that is like the shiny car red but then you have this like sort of matte black material. Around, like, the wheel wells and...
0: Not quite, but kind of almost carbon fiber aesthetic.
1: Yeah. Ooh, and then this one, they chromed that area instead of going matte on the second unit. Mm Mm-hmm. On the unit, two. (laughs) Okay, yeah, this is fancy. This definitely, I mean, this feels like it's trying to look like a more premium lifestyle one. Now, I will say, though, that's interesting that they're doing that with the Viper, right? Because the Viper being a muscle car... Even though it's expensive, it does not feel like a premium lifestyle product in the same way I would think of as, like, what Devin is going for, right? Right. Devin is trying to make this, like, just a normal rich person car, whereas, like, the normal Viper feels like it's trying to be, like, a rich person's, like, fast car still, right? Like, it's still a muscle car.
0: Oh, weird. Oh? Check out these doors.
1: Oh, let's see how they open. Yeah, because I was going to say, you can't actually see it on the render.
0: What the hell?
1: Oh, weird.
0: They're, okay. like, on this single huge, like, arm, like a subarm, and they open up and forward. They're, like, yeah. they're not gull wings. They're weird. So, this is a- you know
1: what this car is looking at it now? I, I That I've looked at it long enough and looking at the shapes and everything and how it's put together. This is a car you would run into in Cyberpunk 20- uh Yes, yes! Yeah, the 20, yes. whatever it is, 2077. Uh, that's what this feels like looking at it, now that I think it. Has about it
0: has that level of, like, like...
1: Very clean line, like or very clean overall shape, and, like, all kind of compressed. Not, like, greebly and, like, junky, but rather, like, this is, like, a fancy, rich, smooth car.
0: But, but when also it opens,
1: like, it looks technical.
0: But also, like, kind of, like, ill-considered, right? Like, yes. Like... A half-baked fancy car.
1: Yeah, like, something that is not going to... Something that is looks really nice when it's clean, but when it interacts with the real world, like, if this thing starts getting dirty, starts accumulating wear and tear, it looks like it's going to be, like, a nightmare to fix it.
0: And also, I just think, like, from certain angles, it just looks bad. Like, I mean, you see that hood lifted up? And that looks dumb.
1: It does. It does.
0: So, it looks like it has a bunch of slots for bread.
1: It does. The way they, when it's closed, it looks fancy and futuristic. When it's open, it looks like a weird, it looks weird. Yeah, it's yeah. like, a, it looks like a toaster. Um, Very funny.
0: Yeah, so that's one of them. Okay. Uh, Honestly, no-
1: considering how fancy this looks, selling for only 220K actually doesn't feel too bad for a two-of-a-kind vehicle. Because it's that's how much it sold for at one of the auctions.
0: Yeah, that's not too bad. Like, I mean, it's
1: all—it's again richer than my blood for sure, but you know, so far most of these have been.
0: Next, we have the Chrysler Firepower, which is a concept car.
1: Okay, I'm assuming a concept car is something that they make, but it, it, so are concept cars made with the possibility of being mass produced, or are they solely existing in the space of we could make this if we wanted, but we won't.
0: They're the RX-78 too.
1: Okay, they are something that oh, we're going to put. They're this going in to low use this numbers. to make the gym. As proof of concept and all that. Okay.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Concept cars, concept cars never get one-to-one. Okay. There might be an exception. Someone can actually, I'd be curious to hear that right in, but um, I'm pretty sure concept cars never get one-to-one turned into production cars. They are only ever used. And that's like, okay, let's make these ideas into something we can produce.
1: Um, Now I will say the Chrysler firepower here. um. A- Especially when it has that, like, the default paint job up there, that, like, sort of, like, powdery blue kind of thing going on. Um, Mm -hmm. I I see that they're trying to go for a pearlescent thing, but it looks kind of almost, like, cheap to me, in a weird way.
0: I I think it looks really cool, honestly. uh,
1: It looks, well, you know, okay, you know what, better way of putting it, it looks like a model car. Right, as in, like, a, a model kit that someone built and painted, it, rather I than I can kind of
0: see that. I can kind of see that, Like, yeah.
1: Like, seeing that kind of paint job, I just... My brain doesn't see that functioning in the real world.
0: Well, and that's, you know, that's very concept car, right? Is, like, we're picking things that will stand out at a show.
1: Yeah. And actually, I'm noticing they both have pearlescent paint, because you see there's the other Chrysler Firepower down there with a slightly different, more silvery paint job, but it still has that pearlescent thing going on, and you can see, like, some blues and... Mm. The way it, the light reflects on it. It's just very funny because this doesn't... Look, I mean, it's a concept car, so it's not... It probably isn't supposed to, but it doesn't look real.
0: Right, right.
1: Like, I, I just looking at it, it feels inherently fake to me, looking at it, I guess. It is like, the weird thing with this car to me.
0: Now, if you haven't noticed it already, if you haven't seen the text, what is the concept here? What are they proving?
1: Uh, uh I'll tell
0: you, it's not faster.
1: It, okay, so it's not faster. Are they just trying to make this into a... It...
0: It's from 2006, if that helps. 2005, See, th- What this looks like, is
1: this looks almost like it's trying to be a normal car from, like, that era? Um, or, like, not even, like, a normal car, but, like...
0: All right, Dylan, are you, ready to, are you ready for this?
1: Yeah, okay, what is it?
0: It's a hybrid.
1: Okay, it's trying to be a... That's... This explains. Okay. Because I was going to say, it has, like, the look of, like, an expensive like, sort of, like, car of, like, you know, the two thousand like, mid-2000s era. But, like, I don't, I don't know how to explain That's, it. Okay. To me, it it's
0: feels a, like it's taking some design cues from, like, Aston Martin, almost. Yeah. With that front hood and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It kind of reminds me of, like, also, like, you know, like, uh, I, I don't even know what type of car it is. Just more normal cars, like, like I'm trying to think of like cars that like my family has had like like my mom had like uh the um or like like someone I knew had a, like a Maxima, right? Like the uh Nissan Maxima. I don't mm-hmm. know what kind of. It's okay, I guess it's supposed to be a four-door sports car. See, when I see the Maxima though, the Maxima that he had was just kind of a normal junky car so it felt like I don't know, it didn't feel like a fancy sports car to me, I guess. Mhm. And that's kind of, like, the thing I was thinking, there, like, I guess, like, a just this, it feels like it's just trying to be more of a normal car than being, like, this is your speed demon down the street, in terms of aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, other than the, other than, like, the scoops on the hood, but, like, the back of the car feels very mundane. Uh, the scoops on the hood. Uh, but yeah, okay, and then we have one more variant, right?
0: Yes, we have the Alfa Romeo Zagato TZ3. Okay. Very, to me, very out of nowhere, uh, the car producer Alfa Romeo and their TZ line Ooh. decided to make one that uses a Viper engine and also has design based on the Viper chassis.
1: Yeah, but it's really weird looking. Like, look at yes. the back of it. Like, look at that. The trunk has a window.
0: It's a very strange looking car.
1: It's a very weird looking car. It. The back of the car- the front of the car actually looking at the front of the car, the front of it looks like a normal vehicle in a lot of ways, right? It has a fancy yeah. grill, and you know the lights are like these big uh light in enhousements with like you know there's the headlights, there's the turn signals there's the are you looking lights.
0: at the yellow one? yeah, it has eyebrows, Dylan
1: oh is that what that's supposed to oh,
0: I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be, but that's I what didn't it looks like that. it's got actually, eyebrows I see them. That's hilarious,
1: but it still looks like mostly like a normal vehicle from the front,
0: a little fancy but yeah,
1: yeah, but look at the back of it that uh-huh. that that car's a freak
0: <laughs> it's a weirdo
1: like, I've a never man. seen a fucking car like with like a window inside of the not only does it have a wind not only does it have a window in the trunk, I'm going to word this kind of funny but like look at like where the wheels are and look at the way like the the back of it gets raised this car has a really high ass
0: and like does that even, does that trunk open?
1: I, I assume it opens, I don't
0: know. Because it doesn't swing up, like, it, it is possible swing, yeah. only this door moves on the yeah. very back. That's what it, I'm thinking, it's,
1: is maybe it opens, like, just like a hinged door?
0: It's like, what if a Pringles can had a hinge on the top?
1: It's bizarre. I, I just don't like how high the back of this car is, because I started looking at the distance from the ground to, like, the back of the car, and... And like I said, no real way of putting it kindly, this car has a high ass.
0: It, it does. It just does. <laughs> its booty um,
1: is in the air. I don't so know why. So we've got
0: the main version of it, the production version, is the Zagato TZ3 Stradale, and there's also a Corza version that is a one-off that was designed for a specific race.
1: <sighs> Tough speed of 186 mph, sorry, from 0 to 60 in 3.5 seconds. This is again, this is like when I'm watching summoning salt and he's talking about like a really like well done, like, you know, speed run where like you're only getting people that are saving like hundreds of seconds. I'm like, why even like in a speed run? I understand on a car, though. Why bother? 3.5 to 3.8 to 4.2 don't seem like the biggest gaps to me in terms of going from zero to 60. I don't know, man. I just I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a car person, so I I guess that's why I'm like this. But all right, it's
0: time for the final Dodge Viper with no variants. Can't believe
1: we have spent over an hour. I mean, you know, I had to go away for it was like three. It was only like three minutes actually looking at the call, but whatever. I we've talked for over an hour about fucking cars.
0: The Dodge Viper (laughs) VX One, the 2013 introduction year, ran for four years. They no longer make a Dodge Viper.
1: Oh, hmm. I don't know if I like this one. Huh. That I don't like that paint job on that first one, at least that that's at the top. The it's got like a brown to purple like pearlescent paint job. It's got
0: a yeah, it's got an definitely an eggplant, a pearlescent eggplant with a twin white stripes Which down is, the very middle.
1: And it's so glossy that it's really ugly in that room with all the lights on the ceiling cuz like you can see all the little light dots reflecting off of it. Uh-huh. It just it looks ugly in that photo. Now that more that that yellow because it eats the lights, it does look a little better. But I will admit, I actually don't like the hood design now cuz I liked it better when like the little scoops on the hood were more square and like swept back. They uh-huh. made them round, and now like the hood it has like the two like two little dips where the where the little like um little intake things are. Yeah. This this it looks it looks lumpy this car does.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. Um this is yeah, this is the 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 blast Dodge Viper um and you can see it does feel like it's trying to like be a tribute to sort of the history of this design, right? Mm-hmm. Um it even got to a point where very briefly, um this was a separate brand. Uh, this wasn't the Dodge Viper, this was the SRT Viper. Mm. Uh, that did not pan out, and it became the Dodge Viper again.
1: <clears throat> That's funny. Yeah, I I just think this looks like a lumpier version of like the car because like the way that they've changed the hood now with the, like the way it has the dips and like the way it has like the bump in the middle now where the intake is, and it just makes this car feel lumpy. It feels like 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 a child's toy made out of like soft plastic that has like started to melt a little. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't like it. I just think this is kind of an ugly vehicle. Uh, the best color scheme for it is that racing one down there, the ACR version. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: I also think makes... the the like the scoops and stuff look better on it.
1: Yeah, they are, okay. They did change the design. Looking at it, yeah, it looks like they changed the designs a little. bit. Uh,
0: this kind of has like honestly, it has. They look better, but it has kind of closer to the uh, um
1: the prior model.
0: No, to the Devon, honestly. Or
1: even, like, the Devon, yeah.
0: They're, like, whiter. They're less dumb-looking. But it has just, like, straight-up, like, like gaps. These, 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 like, slots in it. Um, yeah. And then it has the side uh, vents as well that are classic. Oh, uh, I also think the grills
1: vitals. on all of these actually look worse. Just, like... Because it wants to have, like, the four-section grill, but, like, the, the parts on the inside, like, separate... The, the little, like, little separator in the middle and all that, that's now just all black on I all of these like models. But... I kind of like It just... I... It, it looks like it's got a really big mouth to me. Like it's just going like. Eh. Yeah, that's
0: what all good cars look like.
1: Uh, oh, and then the other, you know what the uh, this one also has. I'm I'm noticing uh, on the ACR. If you look at like the sides, uh, like by the front wheels, it's got like these little scoops on the side there that look like they pop open, like these little hatches. Do you see those? Yeah. It's very strange, but kind of fun. Um, yeah. Uh, I. You know, in some ways, though, I can see why it just kind of died after this. It because this did bad. It says. Uh, yeah. It, yep.
0: This was the end of the Viper.
1: Yep. Mm. Hey, that's like the, car, the kind of car like my mom used to have back there. That's a that's a Jeep. I see that. That's a normal car <laughs> in the background there on the right. Like, hey, that's a Jeep. That's that. My mom had one of those. <laughs> but yeah uh yeah, storyed history of this fucking death trap machine, this fucking bad car, okay, I don't wanna call it a bad car, but it i the the history of this did not start well with immediately being like, oh it goes from zero to sixty and then immediately starts swerving,
0: yeah i mean this is a this is a a car with a i think like it's it's iconic but Part of what makes it iconic I don't think is particularly flattering. I think it is kind of a testament to, I mean, to my mind as a not supercar person, but as a person who played a lot of GT, <laughs> um, it feels like a testament to a tendency in American automotive, like, sports car design to pursue power over the rest, like, at the at the expense of the rest of the vehicle.
1: Yeah, basically like especially like 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 okay here's the thing right we talk about like m- mobile suit variants we like that do ridiculous shit but generally speaking like i don't know like because of the way that they are portrayed they do just function right hearing yeah. things like oh we made this out of lighter material so it would go faster but also now the car crumbles uh, like it's just like oh this this sucks actually i mean
0: the zuda exists
1: the zuda does exist but to be fair the zuda is a very particular example of that in is special because it does that right
0: true true but like, I mean the
1: reason the zuda stands out to people is because it is the machine that is accurate like that
0: i mean we have other examples right we have like um like the bishop right which was like this is a great design that works if you keep it plugged in right like i mean yeah. there's other you know yeah
1: i guess there is i guess when it's fictional i just it just doesn't bother me as much though But, but here's the thing too. Now, now that I've seen the history of this, I can go, well, you know what? When people tell me, oh, it's so unrealistic. They made all these weird mobile suit variants for very specialized purposes. No, people do this shit all the fucking time. Manufacturers do actually is between military vehicles. I've looked up and now even like the Dodge Viper here,
0: they made a high mobility variant of their truck.
1: Yeah, they did. They literally did. Th- this would be like, oh yeah, what if we put a Gelgoog generator inside of a Zaku so it could use beam weapons? Uh, <laughs> like that's what they did. They yeah. fucking they did that though. They they were like, let's let's take a Dodge Ram and let's make it go real fast. Let's put the Viper's fucking engine in it. And I, oh anyway.
0: What if we put the Nemo engine in a Gelgoog? Oh wait.
1: Now, <laughs> hang on a minute there. <laughs>
0: Now we're onto something. Now we've got some espionage going.
1: Uh, The Oldsmobile Army. Fuck, that is what the Oldsmobile Army is also (laughs) Fuck, right. I mean, we knew that they're called that on purpose, right? But it's still funny thinking about it now, like, in regards to this episode. It's, hey, what if we just take all the old blueprints and chassis and put new things in it? I'm sure this is common in cars, because... I mean, hell, people love the way certain cars of certain eras look, and they probably are like, well, maybe we'll make a version of that, but isn't conforming to the 80s standards of how this car worked. Maybe we'll put, anti- maybe we'll put anti-lock braking systems in there and all that. Anyway. There uh,
0: are some others that I'm going to leave for cleanup someday because I'm tired of talking.
1: That's fair. We've talked I don't want to talk else. about the Copperhead
0: right now. I know about the Copperhead. You don't need to at me. I know about the Copperhead. We're not doing it right now. Um, I want to get food before my next podcast.
1: That's fair. Uh, okay, yeah. So, all right, six. Where can people find you online?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at sixdetmar. S I X D E T T M A R. You can find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreoncom media. Dylan, we have a question. I forgot.
1: Oh wait, what? Uh, sorry. Yes, uh, we should do the question.
0: Yes, we should. Okay, what is the question? Oh, no, actually, I'm sorry, friend. This is several questions, and it's I'm happy to do this. It has, however, been a long day. We are going to save this for next week. Thank you yeah. so much for Plus, your questions. Plus, not to mention,
1: we don't want people to have to listen to the... There are some people in our audience, I imagine, that will skip <laughs> the Dodge episode that has gone for over an hour.
0: Listen, I, I, I say this. Cowards I say this. Fair. Yeah, cowards. You're allowed to be cowards, but you are cowards.
1: But also fair.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also fair.
1: Because, I mean, it might not be why they're here, but I I had fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, I
1: just like talking machines with my friends, even if I hate them. <laughs> and even if they're real machines. Anyway, all right. Uh, you can find me at Robot on Twitter, on co-host. Uh, follow me on places. Oh, or don't. It's up to you. You can make your decision. I may have called you a douchebag because you drive a really loud muscle car and like it. So maybe you don't want to follow me. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Six, uh, what's our... How the hell do we do a sign-off on this?
0: Oh, you think no one's ever talked about the Dodge Viper before?
1: No, I'm sure people have, but, like, I I guess I'll let you find it. I let you do that anyway, so whatever.
0: (laughs) It's difficult to call the Viper anything other than the current ultimate expression of American automotive muscle. They think that's a compliment. I think that's an insult.
1: I was was gonna say... (laughs) Hold on there's a couple ways you can read that. All right, peace.
0: <laughs> in August 1993, Car and Driver said, "This Viper is one is one of the most exciting rides since Ben Hur discovered the chariot."
1: Okay,
0: yeah. Uh it, I hate in this. 2001, Tom Gale said, "This new Viper maintains the take no prisoners approach." What's wrong with car people?
1: What does that mean? Yeah, what does take no prisoners mean?
0: Herb Hell Herb Hell pure and simple, we had to turn a fairy tale into real life.
1: What does this mean? Ah! I hate this. <laughs> uh, what does that mean?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I want to.